Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of my sharings. It's been a while. Today is January the 8th, I think, 2021. A new year and new beginnings, and we left 2020 behind. And I've been absent for a while because I had... um, I've been doing several things, and I know I told you from the start, I'm going to do this when I feel like I want to do it. And um, I just want to tell in the beginning, I had surgery in my hand three weeks ago, and it's turned out to be a pretty difficult story. Uh, Sorry, I have to... Sam, Sam, Sammy, come, come. I'm sorry, we have a new new dog at home, Sam. He's adopted from Aruba and he's eating my plants right now. Um, come, Sam. Come, Sam. Good boy. Good boy. Come down. Come down. Good boy. Um, so sorry. He's adorable. And so that is one thing that has happened. He's been here almost two weeks now. I also finished writing my book. And that has, uh, well, it's been my priority last year. I've been writing on this book from end of March until just before Christmas. And uh, it's been a great, great work for me to do. It's been good therapy and it's been super healing in so many areas because the topic is depression. And uh, I really, really look forward to share it with you. And it's going to be deep, but I promise you it will not be heavy. So that's what I've been doing. I've also been, as always, taking care of myself and my family and my my friends and children and so on. And uh, so therefore there has been a bit of a break here. I think maybe two months almost. And right now, why do I want to, to make an episode right now today? Um, it will not be long because of the pain in my hand. Uh, I just came back from the doctors with a fifth. <laughs> we put a new cast for the fifth time now. And uh, hopefully it will work better this time. But it means that I really, really must rest. And that is a challenge for me. Those of you who know me knows that I'm not, you know, a person who sits still. And... Um, Coming to today's topic, um, I I think that many of you who listen to this know that I made a post yesterday about uh, the election in the in the U.S. about the riots um, outside the Capitol, inside the Capitol, and everything that has been going on. And I have been, I have when I was like. Between I was 6 and 12, 13, I was politically engaged, thanks to my mom. My mom has was always engaged, you know. She was always a member of a party. Uh, she helped. She was a co-founder of the environmental party in Sweden. I think sometime around 76, 7, 78, maybe even 79. I can't remember. I think I was 12. Um, Anyhow, and, 
you know, they came from a communist or socialist background, the founders. Uh, so it was very, very left-wing. And I was raised like that with my mom. She was really, uh, I mean, she was poor. She was a single mom with three girls. She struggled hard, worked really, really hard to support us. And on the other side, I have my father. He's a cap- He was a capitalist. He was a surgeon, a professor. He earned a lot of money. He had a really fancy apartment, a summer house, a boat, you know, everything. So my life was very... I grew up with my mom and I get to spend like one weekend a month with my dad. So he was the hero, the one I looked up to. And, you know, he was the one with the wealth, the money, the high education, you know, everything. And I can see, you know, where I come from, the polarities. And I'm telling you, none of them were in the extremes. They were not fanatics. They were like normal socialism, normal capitalism. It was not like the radicals. Um, But I grew up like that, you know, one leg in each side. And who am I? So I decided quite early, I don't know if it was an active decision actually, that I'm not going to engage in politics because I didn't know where I belong. And I don't know where I belong. I don't belong in politics. But I do have opinions. And opinions, you know, the freedom of speech, the freedom of thought, and to express my thoughts and beliefs, you know, that is something I cherish a lot. And that is also something I have not in the past dared to speak my mind because of things, you know, because of things in my family, because I was bullied, because I had, um, you know, men that were uh, perhaps violent or narcissistic or whatever, I didn't speak my mind. And I didn't really have an opinion. I didn't dare to have an opinion. And the more I become a standalone person, the more I kind of rid myself from all the responsibility of motherhood and supporting a family and, you know, bringing food on the table and just making things work, the more autonomous I become, the more I feel, the more I want to learn, the more opinions I have, the more change I want to make. Anyhow, 2020, for me, 2020 was a blessing. I lost my job early, like in February, Uh, I became severely depressed in March. I began to write this book. I came up, you know, from below the surface sometime in uh, in May. And then uh, the writing became, you know, better, uh, easier. Uh, I hang out with friends, um, having a lovely, lovely summer. Spend a lot of time with my children and I gave myself a break. After supporting myself since I was 14... After supporting four kids, you know, for 32 years, raising them, taking care of them, I just felt I need a break and and the break came to me. It really, the pandemic, how severe and sad and, you know, uh, horrible it is, for me, it has been a blessed year because I got a break. And I live in this 
country where, you know, all the taxes I've been paying for since I was 14, now I got some something in return. So I actually had quite a good monthly, uh, you know, payout from, from the government. So I could actually, I could focus on my writing. I could focus on my depression and getting out of it. I could focus on supporting my children with different stuff, you know, because of the pandemic and so on. And I also had the time and energy to focus on news. And, I mean, everyone knows that what was the most... There were two news. 2020 consisted of two, two big things. It was the pandemic and it was the American election. That was it, you know. I got corona in early November... Uh, it wasn't terrible. For me, it wasn't terrible. It hit me quite mildly. And I got antibodies. And I was really like, okay, I find this is also, I think, an episode that I should talk about because the pandemic, we were 30 people. It hit us all so differently, uh, depending on underlying conditions and blood type and, you know, age. And it was so interesting to make like a scan of that. Anyhow, When we were at this retreat, when we all got sick, it was the American election. We are like 30 people. We care. We care so much. And we are sitting there, you know, with facilitators, therapists, us assisting in the group. Everyone is so concerned, so deeply concerned for the world. It's not like we are super... Uh, curious about uh, the American society and what's going on there and like sitting on watching a soap opera but sometimes it feels like we are watching a soap opera it's not real but the thing is that it is real and across the Atlantic it scares the hell out of us we are literally sitting in the kitchen counting votes, you know. I am the one updating everyone. How's it going, Arizona? How's it going in, you know, Michigan? How's it going in Georgia? What's happening now? And then what? And then what? And it meant that I had to update myself. I had to upgrade my knowledge. I knew nothing about the American process, you know, how you elect a new president. Nothing. I've never been concerned i never watched specifically you know cared for an american election and now this year it's just like it's been the pandemic it's been the book and it's been the american election and to me and i'm entitled to my opinion i'm not someone who knows where i speak from i'm not a scholar you know i'm not an academic I'm a trained air traffic controller, I'm a graphical designer, you know, I'm a commercial project leader, uh, I'm an inventor, I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm not an academic. I have not been studying anything like politics or, you know, uh, economics or whatever, you know, is important to some people. I base everything that I have an opinion on, on my experience what I see, what I feel, what I feel is the way, you know. And, and to me, when I sat in the car and I received this, all these nasty comments today, thank God, it's like 
20 nice comments and one nasty. The thing is that the nasty ones, they touch, they touch me harder than the good ones. You know, it's like that. If 100 people tell you're beautiful and one says you're ugly, then you, you hear the ugly one. And it's the same with these comments. They, they touch me because they are so... They come, from a, they come from a place within that I can't understand. I can't relate. Therefore, it kind of, you know, it's like I'm pushed and I lose my balance because I can't relate. I feel abused. I'm not used to that language, thank God. I'm not used to people talking me down. I'm not used to being treated that way. So I really lose my balance when I see and read the comments. And people advise me to block them, to disregard them. And that is not my way. In all this, I want to know the other side. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to feel you, even if you knock me off balance. I want to feel you where you are at. Because I know that the place you're coming from is not the place where you were born. If you are filled with hate and anger and you direct it towards a Swedish woman who you don't know, you don't know anything about me, you're not my friend. You're not even my, you know, you don't know me. All you do is you watch me on Instagram, but you don't know me. And to tell me to shut up, to sit down, to go fuck off and, you know, to disappear from the planet and whatever words you use, that I'm a moron, I'm in, unintelligent, that you, it doesn't matter. For me, I, I would never utter those words to my enemy. I would not say that to a person I truly dislike. I'm super careful with my comments. I'm super careful with my words because I can't take them back. And words hurt. They carry your thoughts and they plant themselves out in the world. Just like Donald Trump's words plant themselves into minds of people. And to me, when I relate and I say, and I compare him to Hitler or Genghis Khan or someone else, it is because he has the same effect. This is the thing. If you are a person with a lot of power, there is one thing that is extremely necessary, and that is that you are loving and kind. If you have great power, you must be loving and kind. You must have good intentions. Because if you don't, this is what happens, you know. It's just like, this is what it takes. It takes for a person to have enough power and then not have good intention. To have enough influence. This is like a cult, you know, where, where we get affected. We go into a, you know... Uh, I'm going to make a, like a s strange comparison because I'm going to compare it to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. People can look at AA as a cult because everyone does the same. Everyone follows what everyone else says. There are like 
not rules, but there are principles and there are steps and so on, and you follow and you become, become a flock and everyone does as the flock says. And there is something in this that I don't appreciate. Therefore, I'm not in AA anymore. And that is that this is the way. AA is the way. And there is only one way, and that is AA. And to me, I can't, you know, I can't agree with that. To me, the way, there are so many ways. Where are we going? Let's say like this, we're going towards inner peace. Okay, is there one way to inner peace? We are going towards loving ourselves. Is there one way? To love ourselves. The thing is that there are different uh, groups or people or leaders who say this is the way. Meditation is the way. AA is the way. God is the way. Uh, Buddha is the way. Or, you know, um, right uh, thoughts you know, is the way, or yoga is the way, or, you know, to go become a monk is the way, or to use crystals is the way. You, I've spoken about this before. There is not one way. There are a million ways to attain something, you know, to, 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 first of all, where are we going? To me, the journey leads within. To me, the journey is towards myself, towards self-love, towards inner peace. And from that state, I can make a difference. From that state, I can act without reacting. From that state, I will never utter a word of hate or anger. And if I use the way of prayer, or if I use the way of wellness and exercise, or if I use the way of therapy, you know, it doesn't matter whatever religion, whatever, you know, uh, breathing exercises or, you know, whatever healing principles and practices, it doesn't matter if the way is peaceful. If the way is not peaceful, if it's fanatic, if it's like, to me also, if the way is extreme, if the way in itself says, I am the way. I am the only way. I am the only way you can become enlightened. If we say that to be enlightened is a, a goal in life, and to say the only way to become enlightened is to meditate. No, I don't think so. Or if the only way is to be sober. I don't think AA is the only way to be sober. I think it's one way, and it's a really good way. But I don't think it's the only way. So to me, whenever something is the extremes, you know, whenever it's like uh, there is just a one-way street, one-way road, and it's my way, and if we also have a leader, if we also have a big influencing person leading the way, then I'm scared shit. That's what I appreciate with AA. There are no leaders. 
And every way, you know, when you have a leader on top and you have a triangular, um, you know, network below, I am totally like, that is never going to be the way. You know, you have role models. There are so many beautiful role models in the world. There are so many people who are wise, who are loving and who are kind, who can preach their way. It, you know, but to have this influence and not use it in a peaceful, productive, loving and kind way, to me, that is not right. And what I see when I watch the American election, what I see has played out after I was at the retreat and we, you know, were so happy that he lost. And I'm not going to go into Joe Biden or politics or he, if he is a good person or not. I'm deeply concerned that the leader that has the power right now gets off the stage, that he gets out of the spotlight, that there is some darkness, you know, that the light is no longer on him, so he doesn't blow up anymore. You know, he can't grow bigger. He's a dangerous person because he has such an influence. And for me... It doesn't matter. I'm not much of a follower. I don't follow people on Instagram. I don't follow any guru. I don't follow and practice a religion. But I have role models. Jesus, to me, he's a great role model. I enjoy so much. It doesn't matter to me if he was real or not. I enjoy his way. I enjoy the way of turning the other cheek. I enjoy how he placed himself on the cross. You know, I enjoy the resurrection. He came back. You know, he proved that love was stronger. And I really, there are things, you know, that I truly, truly enjoy, people I enjoy, that I enjoy knowing that there are good, good forces in this world. And these people... I truly, truly feel in my heart, I can relate. And I think this is the issue. I think this is the biggest, biggest issue. I can't relate. I can't relate to this hate and anger. I can't relate to, you know, when, when I watch him telling, for me, and I, I'm fucking going to cry now because to listen to him, when I watch the news and I see the riots and I look on Twitter and I see his statement video that he posted where he rectifies, where he justifies and says, you're right doing what you're doing, but you got to stop. I feel that you're angry and you have every right to be angry because... They stole the election. So on the one side, on the one hand, he's still putting logs on the fire, you know, and saying, but now we need peace. Now you have to go home. But you're doing a great job, what you're doing there. But, you know, you've got to go home now. 
but you know this to have this double-edged sword always swinging you know and the way for me to not see how you know how dangerous it is to not see how what it does to people's minds to have to it's it's not a it's not a nobody you know in sweden it's like this the the guy who is in the same position here in sweden as donald trump he went out during the pandemic he went out to a store and bought a new watch they emptied the store for him and he bought a new watch and then he went home he got so much bad for that that was like how the fuck can he do that that's like the level of disgrace that's how low you can sink obviously here but for me there are there's like there's no bottom for this person and to understand that half of the population voted for him i understand that if you're a republican you are and you vote for that party you don't vote for that person but to me i'm so happy that he's out what concerns me deeply is that i don't think that because he's out it's going to stop because he has gotten into people's minds it's like a toxic you know energy and as if his words are the law the thing is he doesn't care about people following him he doesn't care he would never seat you at his table he would never invite you to anything except a riot you know or a rally and to me to just i i i have not been this upset in a very long time and i'm not easily upset but what happened two days ago it went too far and now his way to try to to take it back to tell that he called you know the police the that he took action and 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 to me i i'm deeply concerned because i'm so concerned about the way the way is not peaceful if the way is not peaceful it's not the way to me it's that easy i have you know i have divorced three times i walked away with nothing because i decided my inner peace is worth more than this house this car this money to me my inner peace is like that's all i have at the end of the day my peace that's what i got and if you try to steal it you know there are qualities like joy love kindness peace if someone tries to steal that and make me an angry hateful person that will be like the then i'm doomed i don't know where what to live for any longer i really feel like that um i can't relate i can't relate i just can't relate i don't think i have ever been able to relate to to hate and bullying and anger and and uh, you know not being treated well 
And I come from a background of not being treated well. I come from a background of childhood of bullying. And this is, this is what I see. I see a big bully. I see a big narcissist. And I see a crowd following him, supporting him. And wanting to be like him. And to me, this is like that, that, that no one has reacted, that nothing has done before. It's really like we here, we are sitting like, good, good this happened. It's really, really good it went this far because now it has to stop. It's really like, yes, make him fuck up more so they can really, really push him down the most. It has really, I'm sorry to say, it's literally, it's been like this, that we have been cheering on, yes, go fucking bananas, do something more stupid, do something more terrible, keep doing it, keep doing it, so we can get rid of you. It's really, really so sad. And to understand that in this country, there are so many people who have, have to live in it. I don't have to live in it. I just have to watch it. And I see the ripple effect, the consequences. I have also people close to me who vote for him. We have like, you know, my um, one of my children's grandmothers, she has friends, she can't call them. She's like, I can't call them, I can't call them because they are Trumpists. I can't call them. We lose friends. We have division in our family. And it is what it is. And it's not politics. This is not politics. I just want to say this is not politics. To me, that when I, when I compare him, it's, it's the mentality, it's the personality, and amongst all, it's the following. That a person this powerful can have such a following and can create such a, you know, turn it in, into this direction. Because... I don't think it was like this from the beginning. I think so many people changed during these four years. I think so many people turned into a different path, a path of anger and hate. And I don't know, you know, I don't know much about politics, but I know a lot about kindness. I know a lot about, you know, Anger. I know a lot about, you know, I, I've been through quite a life. I've had people like him in my life, several. To live with such a person, it's not possible. But to have him run my country, my world, my daily life, you know. Now, I can't tell how happy I am that it's ending now. And to all of you who feel like you hate me, remember then, I am a nobody. I'm a woman in Sweden, brought up by a single mom, poor, sent off to her dad once a month, super rich, totally divided, Lots of childhood traumas, lots of addictions. And I'm here and I'm entitled to my opinion. And for some reason, there are people following me. 
And I'm going to use that following in a good way. I'm going to use that following to spread kindness, good stuff. I'm going to share whatever I feel is worth sharing with you all. As long as you will receive it. And no one is going to tell me to shut up and sit down. And trust me, I will never, ever tell anyone that. Because that's not the way. There's really like, you know, there's a middle way. The middle way, if you have right, then you have left. And sometimes the pendulum, you know, needs to go. It goes to the... It's like when you start it, it goes far left, far right, far left, far right. And then eventually it comes and drops in the middle. And that's the way. That's where the peace is. And to find that way, to find that place of inner peace, to find that way where you, in your core, know so well that there is nothing you can do that's going to take away my peace. There is nothing you can do that's going to take away my kindness, my love, my joy. Because it's so solid in me. And you can push me. And you can use words. And I'll still be here. I may bounce down a little. You know, I'm one of those... I don't know if you remember, when I was a kid, there were dolls who had like this weight at the bottom. They were round at the bottom. And when you pushed it, you know, the head went down to the floor and then they bounced up. They always came back. That's me. I never thought that I would ever ever consider for one moment to go into politics, you know, to, to engage in that. But I truly believe, you know, when Marianne Williamson, when she ran uh, uh, for office last, uh, for the, the, yeah, this year's election, uh, last year, sorry, uh, I was just like, what if she can make it? What if she can do it? Is it possible? What would what be, would become of that, you know? And I'm really feeling like, okay, there is something, because I think we are, so with Donald Trump, we are so far to the right that it's going to, it's inevitable. It has to go all the way back to finally end up in the middle. And I I strongly, strongly suggest that I know that most of you who listen feel the same way I do. I know that. I know that I have some of my my truest, my strongest, my best friends, you know, on Instagram listening to this right now. And you know that I'm more or less talking to you but not really talking to you because I'm addressing something else. Because you already follow the way of love and kindness. So the question is, how can more take this way? And realize that there is not one way, there are several ways. 
And when you feel that this one person is the way, then you should be aware. Just, just feel like whenever you get attached to something, if it's yoga and you feel that, I need to do yoga every day because then my life is perfect. If I only do yoga, everything is going to be fine. Okay. Um, think twice. Be alert. Are you becoming a fanatic? Are you becoming like, you know, one of those preachers who preach this is the way? I am a very strong believer of to live and let live. And I am also the most, you know, uh, non-principle, you know, fixed person. I don't have any principles. I can th feel like AA is the way and I can do that totally fully for a couple of years. And then I just like, okay, that was not the way. Or that was one way. I could follow Osho for a couple of years, and then, okay, that was not the way, or that was one way. I can do, you know, some kind of um, practice or training or exercise. You know me. I've been, I've been a vegan for a year or two. I've been on keto diet. When it, you just take a look at my diets, I change every year or several times a year. I change my diet because I try and I feel, is this the way... No, not really. Okay. And then eventually I end up somewhere in the middle where I am now. I eat a little fish. I eat a little, you know, meat. I eat very little sugar. I eat very little wheat. But apart from that, I eat fruit. I eat vegetables. You know, I still don't drink alcohol, but that's by choice, not because I feel I'm alcoholic. So it's really like I'm not even alcoholic anymore. I really feel like alcohol is not my problem. Alcohol was just one way to solve my problems before. Now, since I don't have many problems, I don't need a solvent for that. So it's really like I'm, I'm getting less scared. I'm getting less, you know, attached to things. And I feel that the way, it's amazing, the way, the way has a million, million paths, you know. And whenever, whenever I come upon a guru who says, try this meditation, this is the way, or try this, you know, app, download this, this is the way, and this is the way. And I'm like, hey, nah, I can try it, but I don't think it's my, my way. And I keep jumping, you know, I keep going from this and that. And eventually I attend an AA meeting and I feel it's fabulous. So to me, to just... Realize that whenever a person says, hello, this is the way, walk with me. We are going here. It's really like, it's one thing to feel like Oprah is a good person. I like, enjoy to listen to her. Marianne Williamson, she's a good person. I enjoy listening. You know, there are like, you know, Jesus, I think he's, he's cool and so on. There are people that I, Gabor Mate, he's one person, I feel he's a really good one. And I jump around and I take inspiration and knowledge, I gather inspiration and knowledge, but I don't become a Gabor Matean, whatever his disciples are called. I could if I would, but he would never want me to become his disciple. That is like, that is also the thing. 
people who are not concerned about having followers, they are actually the good ones. The ones who feel like, hey, hey, follow me, follow me, let's do this. We are going to, you know, uh, succeed here. Follow me, follow me, take a position below me. Please note, below. You're never equal with such a person. You will never sit at the same table. You will never become friends. I feel the way is quite small. Small gestures, peaceful. And if I keep my inner peace, I don't think the Trumpists, you know, the extremists, I don't think they have much inner peace. And I am like, whenever I put up my little finger in the air and then feel, am I on the right track here? I feel inside, do I have peace? Do I feel harmony? Am I at peace? If I am, I know I'm on the right way. If I don't, if I feel anxious and disturbed or irritated, frustrated, even angry, I know, okay, Shama, you're on the wrong path here. Step back for a while. Okay. Sometimes I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense, you know. Does it make sense? Does it have any purpose that I talk to you like that? I try to say that I know, because I know nothing. I know not more than any of you. It's just that when I see this many people follow an insane person, I become deeply concerned. And I want to share my opinion about that. And if I can reach you in your hate and anger, if there is something in my voice that can reach you, it would be lovely if you connect again. I'm not the person to block people on Instagram because I like to feel you, talk to you, but I don't want you to be mean to me. I don't want you to take out your anger and frustration on me. I hope actually that after this, beyond this, that we can become friends. I don't think you will sit at my table. I don't think we will ever meet. But I would truly, truly welcome a day when those of you who have said hateful things to me will connect with me again and said, Shama, I'm sorry, that was hurtful. I understand that I hurt you with my opinions, but remember one thing, it's only my opinions. It's not the truth. It's my opinions. And I'm entitled to mine just as you are entitled to yours. And we can respect each other in this, and we don't have to put it on display. And together we can find a peaceful way. I don't know if you heard it, but little Sam here, he just took a big, big, big sigh. He has adjusted so well coming from, you know, Aruba streets to cold Sweden, snow, 
not wanting to meet women, not daring to eat, looking for a hand, I would slap him and to just come lie in the bed, in the sofa, just take space and and now this deepest sigh of relief lying in the sofa behind me. To me that is that is peace. And I know, I know I'm blessed. I know I am blessed. This doesn't mean I didn't have my hardship. And I'm sure that you have had your share too. And I feel you behind that hate, behind that anger. I feel you. Okay. So I'm going to end this now. If it makes sense or not. And I'm going to say to all of you. May you have peace. Whatever path you are on. Whatever way you feel. May you have peace on that way. For inner peace, you can always trust. You can always, you know, check within. And if you wanna send me a DM now, my Instagram is so full of it's so full of messages, and I can't sort anything good from bad or in important or non-important. Send me an email. If you wanna really connect, send me an email, and not the hate ones, please person at gmail.com gmail gmail.com so send me an email and I will I will respond once my little arm is better and I love you may we all have peace peace